0: Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to An Actor Despairs. Thank you for tuning in. Today we have actor Cameron Copperthwaite, who's incredible in Dahmer. You know him from American Horror Story, he's worked with Ryan Murphy before. He's an awesome actor, and we have a lot of mutual friends, and he's incredible in that show, and I'm so excited to get to talk to him. He's got so many awesome things in store, one of which is going to be so huge, we actually can't name it, but you guys are definitely going to want to tune in and hear his journey. I'm grateful to you, brother. And we got so many exciting things in store. I've been busy on a few acting gigs, so I apologize it's been a bit, but guys, welcome back. Cameron, thank you so much, brother. Here we go. Cameron Coppenthwaite, how you doing, man? Welcome to an actor despairs. I'm doing good, Ryan. Thanks for having me, man. Dude, it's so great to have you. Uh, for the viewers, I'm really cold. I, I'm sorry I had my jacket on, but you're such a fucking badass, man. This, this Dahmer <laughs> episode, Oof, man, I mean, we can talk about it because it, it's out now, you know, but what? Yeah, man. Wait, how did that feel to have such an epic, epic scene with, with Evan, man? I mean, it, it's the whole show is
1: just so heavy you know like i i feel like i was i started from the beginning to watch my stuff through because when you're shooting it on the day you know you're not you, you don't know what's going to make it in what they're going to choose what they're not going to choose yeah so i'm watching it through and i like got through the pilot and i was like about to turn on the second episode and i was like jesus oh you're Christ. talking about like, right
0: now you're you're actually watching it no i i finished it i just finished oh, it okay got it got through, it okay. i went
1: through i went through from the beginning and i, I was like I had to take like 25 minute interval breaks between each episode. So did so, I dude. It's just dude, it's so gnarly. So that so pilot
0: heavy. is like, Whoa.
1: Yeah. And my friend, my, I, my friend, Sean is plays Tracy in the beginning and the pilot, I'm, it's just stunning work, man. And I, I, I was like, if this is where we're starting, this is where we're starting. Like, it's so heartbreaking. It's so like the energy is so palpable. It's, it's insane. So, and honestly, they really capture that because that's what it felt like on set. Like, the, the, I've never felt the energy in a scene like I did shooting the stuff for this show.
0: Let's save that because we're going to get there. So, we're going to do the usual thing. Before we dig in the work, man, let's start at the beginning. Where did you grow yeah. up? I grew up uh, in Wilmington,
1: Delaware, and a tiny, tiny state, right about 20 minutes outside of Philadelphia.
0: I know Wilmington really well. You know, I'm from Richmond, Virginia. No way, really. I, I, I live in New York and we always, you know, because like we drive and I've been to Wilmington many times. No taxes, dude, right? No taxes, man. Yeah, but dude. Honestly, <laughs>
1: like, I, <laughs> our only claim to fame besides some beach life. But like I, I. Rehoboth, right? Yes, that the, man. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. yeah, the whole thing.
0: Dude, and I remember I, told, I was seven and I was on a beach and we asked some guy, we were like, where's the beach, man? He's like, it's that way. And then, like, so I'm, like, with my dad, like, in my beach toy, and we go, and, like, we go to this beach, and, like, you know, it's totally cool, but then they're, like, you know, like, all these guys, like, hugging and kissing and just, like, dancing around, and then, like, I'm just, like, building a sandcastle, and then we realize mm-hmm. it was, like, a gay beach. We're, like, oh, yep. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: It's very well known in Delaware, and honestly, like, the whole the whole beach life down there is so fun. Everybody is just, it's, like, it's, like, it's so interesting because you, you'd expect people to leave Delaware, but nobody leaves Delaware. Everybody just goes to Delaware beaches and then back to wherever they're residing in this, in, in, in native Delaware suburbia.
0: Oh, you mean in the summers? Like people don't leave. Oh They go, yeah. they go to Rehoboth. They
1: go. They go to Rehoboth. They go to Dewey. They do the whole like you know. I, I, we, a lot of high schools do their like senior week when they're graduating high school down there, like as like a celebratory goodbye before everybody goes to college. Like it's a, it's like,
0: it's surprisingly a party town. So it's kind of like the Hamptons of its own Delaware, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And and just for the audience, it's adjacent to ocean city, Maryland, right? Or yeah, you're probably like an hour away. okay okay yeah it's it but it's all kind of like you can take the ferry like
1: it's all relatively in that tri-state area you know but it's funny
0: was that cool growing up there then yeah i mean it's got its pros and its cons
1: because you're living in a place that's so small so like you know everyone through like one person Mm -hmm. you know what i mean everybody's sibling through one person which is which is great in like that coming of age like middle school to high school kind of like you're brothers older sisters buying you alcohol and like you went to you go to college with that same friend and nobody leaves so everybody goes from kindergarten to grade school to middle school to high school together and like you really like watch each other kind of grow up which is great i mean you're building some like lifelong friends that i still you know love and adore every time i go home for the holidays and then on the flip side you only know those people (laughs) yeah
0: you know what i mean
1: don't make any mistakes because like people don't forget
0: it, it, it's the you know? same. Um, It's not as similar as it once was, but Richmond when I was here was the same, you know, that's so I'm curious then for you. Cause like for Richmond, it was DC for Wilmington. Yeah. Is it Philly where you go see your bands? I'd say, yeah, dude. Philly yeah,
1: like, landing. Like, like the, the, like, I feel with are from Delaware, like we don't have a sports, uh, uh, like program in the professional setting there. So like, you're either like a Baltimore Ravens fan. Some people were Washington, uh uh commanders fans uh or you're a philadelphia eagles fan i am repping the birds
0: but oh oh, i I don't i didn't even know because i I don't care about football is that what we're calling washington now the commanders that's their team oh okay i heard I, i don't know if i can speak
1: on this in like a public forum but i heard a rumor that the reason that they're the commanders and i'd have to fact check myself so i can't like don't quote me directly but I heard that when they were vying for a new team name, some hedge fund guy in New York city bought like the top 100 available sports names to try to sweat out the Washington football team in the hopes that he would be able to sell them a team name, like the sharks. You know what I mean? Cause I think some people are like, why is this the commanders? It's such a, I mean, it's, it's kind of cool, but it's also kind of like, I've never heard of a team name. like that. I heard that he was trying to like, Get them to purchase the, the, the intellectual property. The tigers the or something, or something yeah, like that. Dude, yeah, dude, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And again, I can't, I'm not sure if that's a rumor or a fact, but if that is true,
0: that is absolutely ingenious. <laughs> that, <laughs> that sounds a million percent. Something like something a guy like that would do, let alone 100%. something someone in our world would do today. Oh, you yeah. know? Yeah, I thought Chris. it was so funny. I was like, that is so, like people never cease to amaze me.
1: And those are the types of stories that
0: make me think that way. Only because you bring it up. Like I heard recently that somebody had realized that nobody had ever copyrighted the happy birthday song and, and no and dis- way really and they like defile the copyright for it. And they got it for like two months before like some Supreme court was like, that's public domain, bro. You know what I mean? Whoa. But yeah. I mean, dude. Like, people like that cracks
1: me up. Like those yeah. types of like, Innocent pranks that 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 you know they don't hurt anybody, but it's just so Yeah, somebody funny.
0: makes some money off it. <laughs> Dude, and good for them if yeah. they
1: were aware of the fact that it wasn't in like in the public domain or they had access to it for however long they did, like good for them. That's yeah. fucking great, man. That's so funny.
0: So then talk to me about growing up there. Were your parents artists at all or or not?
1: Yeah, my parents are like actually met at the Alabama Shakespeare Festival, which I know oh, so your that parents here. are actors. No, they're other side of the camera. Okay, Um, got it. Yeah, my mom's a script supervisor and a director in in film and television now. But they met years and years and years ago at the Alabama Shakespeare Festival. Which, like, I know when you think Shakespeare, like, you don't think Alabama, but at the time in the in the seventies, it was like the second biggest Shakespeare festival next to the Edinburgh Festival. No, and I, they were uh, both. Stage people still talk there. about it in
0: New York, Alabama. Oh, States. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It,
1: it, it, it to me when I don't register it, but I heard that uh, the, the Edinburgh film the Shakespeare Festival has these like swans that that kind of walk on like the opening of the festival. And I didn't realize that they get those swans from Alabama.
0: Wow, I didn't know yeah,
1: that. I know, right? But
0: dude, met, you're, you're informing the audience it. of so many amazing. <laughs> so we're going to discover so facts, many. Dude. No, this is this is so many useless. Dude, things. this is IMDb trivia that's going to be all. Here down we go. Bag. Honestly, we're going to be adding to let's your wrap IMDb. It tri- off, dude. That's awesome. Watch man. someone. Watch someone
1: come on here and be like. He's wrong. That's, wrong. <laughs>
0: that's not a fact. Yeah, but, <laughs> but
1: at like, the time, yeah. at the time when my dad was and my mom were working there, at the time, that's what my dad told me was like a thing that that he found surprising is that the Edinburgh gets the swans from them, um, and uh, uh, they met there doing stage managing stuff, and then they moved to LA in the early nineties, um, right before I was born, to kind of pursue the Hollywood lifestyle. Uh, my dad hated the. uh, the independent contracting work he didn't like not knowing when the next job was going to come it drove him wild um but my mom was kind of getting a good foot in the door on the script supervising side and then when i was born they moved out to the east coast philadelphia wilmington delaware and she worked in the new york circuit and she still does now she's she's actually shooting uh craig gillespie's new movie dumb money right now
0: oh nice yeah i've seen that going around that's awesome yeah
1: she says it's fucking awesome so
0: So so then, you know, obviously growing up around that, at at what age did you naturally, let's just say, discover movies and TV on your own? Well, I knew it was
1: it's interesting because I feel like I hear a lot of stories that people when I watch kind of the uh, uh, interviews or I hear these podcasts that that, um, you know, like you got going on as well, because you kind of start your podcast the same way. And I'm always so interested to hear how other people have figured this out but you kind of come across the fact that a lot of people are like, I didn't even know this was a job. Yeah. Like acting and all this other stuff. And I grew up like absolutely 100% knowing that, like, this is how people make their living and set life is like really, really long and 17 hour days. And like I saw my mom like on the weekend for like a couple hours at a time. When
0: she yeah. Was those, those it's hours. Pretty brutal, man. It's like crew, 80, 90 man. hour work weeks. First just, in last out. You no, oh so, man, Yeah. It's yeah. Brutal. So I, I
1: knew it was a gig, and I went to college, actually. Uh, I I loved it. I always went to the movies like with my dad every single weekend, like, religiously. Like, I was such a fan of cinema, television shows. I watched everything. I still do my best to devour as much as I can because – I'm just fascinated by the work and the creativity and the stories being told and especially the mediums in which we're doing it now with these limited series that, you know, were not as prevalent back in the day as they are now.
0: Right. Um, Because back in the day, it was like you had to be on NBC, CBS or Fox. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, you know,
1: and, and, and I, you know, I still remember the days of having like I feel like kids now will never understand what it's like to like have to pee during a commercial break
0: or Boy Meets World comes on and and, and you you can't re, you yes, can't dude. rewind the moment and you're like did he just say that and there's no <laughs> yeah. internet to go on and like did Feeny really just say that to Sean what you know what I, I mean? know dude <laughs> that was
1: literally like my number one if I was sick during the day and got off of school I watched Boy Meets World like dude, the best. all through the Come on, the best man yeah. so I I I knew it was uh, like something that I liked and was always kind of fascinated by and entertained by and I knew my like my family did it But I think I was a little scared because my family was pretty open about how tough it is. Like So they never held back
0: from you. No, but
1: they they're so supportive, but they were realistic. They were like, if you can do anything else, just do something else. Like this is too brutal. And you know, there's a lot of high highs and low lows, and I think that roller coaster can feel pretty wild for the human system because we're just not built to withstand that Dude, kind you know, of turmoil.
0: I'm going through I, I I did a gig that I had been looking forward to for months, and then it's over. And now I'm back to the marketplace, and I'm like, well, that was a high high. Now I'm back to my normal life. you Dude, know? So, Bill,
1: yeah. uh, um the, the, the late great Bill Paxton, man, he says it best. He's like, you can, be, you can be on a set with Tom Cruise and then the next week be sitting on the couch drinking a beer at 10 a.m., in your water like yeah dude like (laughs) just wondering when the next job is gonna come and it's just such a wild thing that that you know i wasn't you you can tell someone that but i wasn't you know it's your parents you're like okay mom okay okay i get it
0: mom Yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah all right all right well we'll see um but i i i ended up going to school for uh to be a physician's assistant, actually, like I was going to so be a medical There wasn't a personnel. high school
0: moment of like, "This is it." No. I'm not going to go to college. It came later.
1: No, yeah, it came later. So I was in okay. college. You have to get these hours when you're applying to graduate school. Which I I finished undergrad, but I never even applied to graduate school. Which is so funny because all the science kids in my major and shit were like, Dude, "Where did you, you go?" Started? The University of Delaware.
0: Oh, awesome. I stayed right. local.
1: Yeah. yeah. But they were like they were like, Are you okay, dude? Like you didn't apply to any graduate schools. Like they probably thought I was like the fuck up kid.
0: And by, by grad like, schools, you mean med schools or yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I knew after
1: I did these volunteer hours, I ended up volunteering. Cause you were pre med pre
0: med yeah. rec- mandates that you have to do all these things, right? To yeah, get dude, into you it. Like, Yeah.
1: 1500 service hours that are volunteer. And I, I was, I was dragging my feet on the whole thing. And then I didn't end up getting, um, any w- get in any internships. Like, so I was kind of, you know, my parents were like, what are you going to like, what are you doing? Like you need these at your junior year. Like you better get on top of it. So I called a family friend who was a nurse at a children's hospital and I signed up and it was the, she worked in the children's oncology department. Wow. Which is just heaviest. Yeah. 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 Just the heaviest. Like it levels you. You can just like your the just the air in your lungs is just gone. Like I walked into a room and there's a four month old baby wrapped in tubes and her mom is like hair falling out from the stress. Like it wakes you up. I mean I and I There. what's beautiful is that the nurses that do work there and the doctors that do work there are a certain type of angelic personality that does not exist in everyone because the way they find humor, the way they crack jokes, the way they deal with parents who are, I mean, come on, man, they're at their wits end. Like, what are you going to do? Your kid is dying. And, and I was taking the work home with me. And it, 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 it was a reality check that, 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 that life, it's short. And because I was in the major for science, you had to take elective. So I had to take a theater elective and the repertory theater at the university of Delaware is actually pretty good. They get some off Broadway and Broadway actors because New York is only like two hours away. Yeah, Just don't. Throw. So I,
0: I see those on actors access all the time. And they're great.
1: I, so I had to go as a prerequisite class and, and watch, you had to watch four plays and I'm going through the motions of this, this, this internship that's just killing me. Like, I'm just like, I don't want to go. Like I'm kicking and screaming. I was late every day because it was just hard to walk through those doors. Hospitals don't have windows. Like
0: the time just fell. I know it never, like it would yeah. never
1: end. And it's it, on top of that, it's heavy, but I, I go to a play cause I have to go and I go by myself because I need to see these plays and write a small like paper on them for the class. And I saw uh, uh, Martin McDonough's the, the Cripple of Inish Man. And it was astounding. Yeah. Just, like, that's where I discovered, like, Martin McDonough, who's probably one of my favorite playwrights, probably one of my favorite writers, period. Like, In Bruges is one of my favorite. Is, In Bruges is one of my favorite films ever made. That you was and like, I are on yeah, the same page.
0: We'll have to make one together one day. Yeah, you honestly, know? let's yeah, do yeah. it. We'll just, yeah. let's,
1: let's see if we can commission uh, uh, Martin I'll yeah <laughs> i
0: heard he's got a movie whatever it'll be fine it, it'll bomb yeah no we'll, I, heard get I, heard, yeah. I heard i heard uh
1: it did okay at tip yeah. i think
0: <laughs> colin's not going anywhere anytime soon yeah no no yeah. it's all right <laughs> we'll, we'll
1: find our footing dude. we'll find yeah. our footing yeah. but i saw the play and it was in, in tandem with what i was dealing with i was like man i've always wanted to try this. And I've been so scared to take a, take a, take a chance. And uh, in that moment, I was like, I know I quit that internship. I went to as many plays as I could even past the, the, the mark of what class required. And uh, I had a friend of mine who wanted to be a writer out here in comedy. And, and, and we linked up um, at the university we say goodbye to our friends for a couple of weeks after we both graduated, hopped in a car, drove out here with no job, no prospects, didn't know anybody, but each other really. And, uh, that was, that was
0: eight years ago. Wow, man. So yeah, you, man.
1: you went West, you,
0: you didn't I go went to west. New York.
1: Yeah. I went West because my mom, so I did do this, this stint in New York. Cause Mark Wahlberg's like, you know, got his start as a model. So I was like, well, that's, that's one thing I know or I've heard. So I went to New York. To take some like modeling stuff, like I did some spec shoots. Yeah, um, I was terrible. I was not very good. Yeah, that, modeling—it's not for me. It's not my medium, man. It's not. It, it takes a. It takes a special kind of artist, and, and I, you know, almost like these dancers, I think that like have such control of their body, and I looked like I was slouching. It is really eyes. awkward like, the poses as they I, ask you to I, do. I it, can't and look do it. More, yeah, yeah, I couldn't do it. I was too young to understand like the methodology behind it, but I did take some okay headshots out of one of the shoots and my mom being my mom, you know, a proud, look at my son, look at my son, look at my son, ended up showing my picture around her set. And she was working on 30 rock at the time. And, uh, the head of makeup had a sister who was an agent in LA and her name is Roe diamond. And she's still my agent today.
0: No way.
1: Yeah, dude. So I I I I got lucky because she's been a huge um, advocate for me, and and she's been a great collaborator and partner and a great mentor uh, thus far. And and um, she had me put some stuff on tape back before self tapes were a thing. But I put myself on tape for some auditions, and I got some good feedback. And she said, if you're ever in LA, look me up. And when I'm the moment I dropped into the city with my you know, then roommate at the time, wrote her an email, met her at her office and we got rolling.
0: No way. So you yeah. went, you went with rep. I did. That's awesome. I did. I that. Yeah. Out. Yeah. That's so great though, man. I mean, yeah. did, did that, you feel like take a little bit of pressure going out there or off? like you know like um yeah i do i don't i want i thought i would have gone to new york
1: city honestly and like just bunked with my mom and 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 mooched off her living situation showed up
0: on 30 rock and then like where's my mom yeah 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 Yeah.
1: and and honestly like that is it's so funny you say that because that is the mentality when you're young that you have you're like like why can't i just do this thing yeah it doesn't work that way you've been yeah, I'm still learning. I I'm still learning the business side. Like like I'm still you know downloading information when I'm when I'm seeing something that I'm like, "Okay, but this should feel awesome." And and someone's like, "Yeah, it's cool, but like calm down, like get back on the work train, like keep going." You know, it, it it's amazing how some things can blow you up and some things don't that you think would and like it's always, no it's always
0: the opposite of how you think. It, the auditions it you think go great, you never get, and the ones you're like, well, they're never gonna <laughs> ever see me again. They're like, what's this availability like tomorrow? And you're like, what yeah, the exactly. fuck, dude? You I know. know? <laughs> you're like, I shouldn't
1: have even. I shouldn't have even been reading for this part. I mean, yeah, you know, Lord, it's the same thing. I I, I I couldn't agree more.
0: That's awesome. So when when you got there, where did you go in L.A.? Uh, I moved to, to Hollywood because I thought Hollywood was
1: it you know like yeah that's what you hear hollywood california hollywood is a shithole total shit. and Just the crime dangerous. is
0: so bad
1: dude i was mugged my first day oh day God. one dude i i move into the apartment we find this 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 shitty place on hollywood and wilcox uh oh i know exactly where you are yeah yes yeah, so where yeah. some celebrity used to live I her name escapes me i can't remember and I was like, oh man, we made it. My roommate and I, we just road tripped out and, and, and we were like, we got to celebrate. We made it here. There's this, this, this sketchy, scary liquor store right on the corner where we buy, we bought some Smirnoff vodka or something and Sprite. I don't, it was just crap. Cause you're poor, you're broke. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we were pregame and we're like, we got to go see the city. It's a Friday night at like 9. PM walking down the street. My roommate's telling me a story. I was texting my then uh, long distance girlfriend at the time. I was, you know, I was going out with, with, with my roommate Norman and we're going to kind of explore the city. I wasn't really paying attention. And he's telling this story. You're not always like looking at people while you're talking, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're kind of facing forward. I was facing down. I bumped into somebody by accident because I wasn't fully paying attention. I went to turn around to say like, Oh my bad. I'm sorry. And he was already mid swing with his girlfriend, by the way, knocked me onto the ground so fast, he was huge. He had to be like six five. He had to be like six five five and, and, j- and this
0: is a guy looking for trouble or this is a had guy to be.
1: Yeah. had to be because I bumped in. I didn't I didn't like shoulder check. Yeah. Like, I wasn't paying attention. I didn't even know he was there. And I could see through my defenses that were subpar, really. Uh, and through his legs that his girlfriend was like, here we go again. You know, oh. and my, it happened so fast that my roommate who was telling the story kept walking because you're I not always like know. looking at everybody. Yeah. Right? So when he, when he was still telling the story and he went to look like, right, Cam, he saw I wasn't there, turned around and sees me getting wailed on. Like is the this, dude a, is this on Hollywood Boulevard
0: or on sunset? On Hollywood Boulevard, Friday
1: night, 9 p.m. People had to walk around me getting beat up. Oh my god, there's probably YouTube yeah. somewhere of this. <laughs> <You're asking, laughs> yeah. You're me, the, the cops come over, the guy darts off, and like I and he I, grabs I, your shit. He tried like so. After he kind of went to town, he started grabbing at my pockets, and I kind of had to move, but you're kind of scared because you don't want to like unblock your face. <laughs> totally. That's just I survival see, I yeah. can't see shit, man. Like I don't even know where I am. I could be upside down for all I know. Yeah. You know. Uh and that was, dude, I was, I, he ran off, cops came over. I'm like laying in the street on Hollywood Boulevard thinking like, well, it can only go up from here <laughs> Yeah, <because laughs> this is a bad start, but that was, that was my welcome to Hollywood. Damn. Were you yeah. okay or? or? Yeah, my, he, that first shot was kind like, my arm was bruised. My That first shot hit me like in the, the ear jawline area. And it was a little. Uh, it was soup. It was soup and liquids for like a day or two, but I didn't have like a concussion or anything, so I was good. And what did the cops say? Did they like try to find the they're guy? Like, or? No, no. Yeah, they were like, "You all right?" And I was like, "I was like, I, I, I don't know." And he's like, "All right, well, where do you live?" And I'm like, "Well, right there." And they're like, "Right there?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they're like, "All right, well, we'll take you home." Like nothing. They didn't do anything. Whoa. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know what an
1: ego, what an ego, bro. (laughs) Yeah. God.
0: Well, Well, Like you said, it could only go from there. So once you got established, did you start auditioning pretty quickly or I, uh, my parents, because they
1: came from the theater background, were pretty ad pretty, um, training dark, pretty stark advocates for the, the training. Yeah. The craft. So I hopped into, um, as, as, as many classes as I could and, 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 and trained as much as I could. And in script analysis, scene study, uh, audition technique, I, I, I just like, I was devouring what I could. I think that my favorite part of acting is like the the prep, like acting is cool. Um, don't get me wrong. I love it. But like the research, like I've learned more about historical things in relation to auditions I've had to prepare for than I ever did in history class in school, because it's not a regurgitation of facts, you know, like the school system is in certain regards. Like it really, like, you got to dive into these, these human stories and you find letters from, you know, soldiers who are war corresponding. And, and it just, it, it, that stuff is, is really, you know, what I pride myself on loving. And uh, I did as much training as I could for about a year. And then they were like, hey, let's send you out on an audition see where we're at. And uh, it was for Criminal Minds Beyond Borders. And I, I booked my first audition out the gate. And was I was a, like, was It was, I was, a, like, co-star uh, get, it was a co-star or- It was a co-star. Nice, It was a nice. co-star and I, I, I booked it out, out the gate. Um, it was a, uh, a Swedish tourist in the, the Beyond Borders. You town.
0: do have a Swedish vibe. I could totally see yeah. that. So yeah. I went into the audition
1: yeah. and, and, and I had a friend from like the Czech, the Czech Republic in college who, who stubbed his toe during a day drink one time and just started cussing in his native tongue. Um, he wasn't like cursing in English and my scene, the coaster scene, is like, I kind of get abducted. Yeah. So I, I was like, well, you know, from that observation, I wouldn't say these lines in English. Yeah. So I learned all my lines in Swedish because it felt like you'd revert back on your native duress. tongue. Yeah. And I went into this fucking audition, dude and I sit down in the chair with casting cuz this is back when it's in the room yeah and I do I do the whole thing in swedish and and the casting director and this is my first audition out the gate you know what I mean it's almost like it's so funny cuz a child is so free and i think so are the uninformed the, the naivety of it all is, is the, amazing. Yeah. I would never do that now. Yeah. Never do that now. So I, I, I do the thing, but I, I think I had the emotion of it. Yeah. And the casting director's like, um, what, what, what was that? And I was like, oh. And I did the whole explanation that I did to you right now, as if she had the time – or want to get a co-star, fine. <laughs> talk about my my, you know, backstory of this character, and uh, uh, but she she was very respectful, and she was like, "Okay, okay, do that again. Be a little bit more drugged when you wake up. You kind of snapped right into it, and I want you to kind of be more loopy. And I was like, "Okay," and I did that. I went home. I I reevaluated my entire life as we do, you know, thinking, I think that was it. Like no one's ever going to call me again. My agent's going to hear that I did this fucking audition in Swedish, like a moron. And no one told me that I shouldn't do that. Lo and behold, eight o'clock came around that night and they asked me to be on set the next day.
0: No way. Yeah, And And you did the same thing on set. We tapered it down. We did yeah. incorporate some of it, but
1: we tapered it. The du- the director was like, I love some things, like the one words for sure, but the sentences that are a little more uh, exposition, like we got it here. So yeah. I just did the accent that they asked for. Um, but yeah.
0: Crazy. See that that's sometimes making decisions like that, dude, you know, that's what gets you that, you know, like- it's, it's, it, it, and I think, it, I think it was a Testament
1: because what I did learn, you know, from that is that I do, I will say what I carry with me still is make a choice and, 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 and be willing to fuck it up 100%, but commit like hundred percent. I would rather see you screw up hard than, than timidly sidestep around something.
0: And there, and there's so many actors right now that I won't name that like we've seen in movies that make really weird choices and commit and yeah. most of some of the time they're just not right, but it's like, well, he committed to it. You know what I mean? I respect, yeah, I respect yeah. the attempt
1: because I think that's truly like the, the actor's job is, 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 is I, I kind of remove responsibility and I come in with as much raw energy and as many choices and as many ideas as I can and just hope that the director tapers me in a way that fits what what he or she is trying to do. Yeah, you know, and I'm just there to to, to present as many options as make as many mistakes as I can because sometimes that's where the gold is.
0: And and that must have like you know the first one in Los Angeles after a year of just doing class you're like that must have gotten them so fired up. Right? Oh, or, it was they, yeah. they couldn't believe it. They were like, This never happens.
1: Yeah, ever. Never. So of course I'm I'm of course, dude. I'm walking down. You're, like, you're like walking down. Yeah, dude, this is you're, so you're easy. <laughs> dude, this is so easy, dude. Who told me? I was like, Mom, you said this was gonna be hard. Like yeah. and then getting
0: Martin McDonough on the line. <laughs> yeah. And then I didn't
1: work for like a year and some change. And I was like, oh. Oh, this is how it goes. Yeah, It can be like that, and it can be like this. Yeah. And remember that, and also remember how you feel right now, because both are fleeting.
0: Yeah. And fleeting like Tom Hanks said it best. Word.
1: Yeah, Tom Hanks said it best in that Hollywood Reporter. Like, one of the things he wished he knew when he was younger is, this too shall pass. You feel shitty right now? This too shall pass. You feel fucking great right now? This too shall pass. Yeah. Stay
0: calm totally. and 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 that is serene advice that's the best advice i mean i mean i usually ask for advice at the end but you just gave the best advice that like i've been telling you all, all the time
1: i will rewatch the tom you can find out you can just tom hanks this too shall pass on youtube i will
0: re-watch that weekly have you ever listened to dead eyes no oh, I'm about to change your life. Usually I don't promote other podcasts on my own podcast, but there's a podcast <laughs> about this actor who auditioned for Band of Brothers and, and got it. And so like a day before he was going to shoot, Tom Hanks called the casting director and was like, hey, can I just see that actor one more time? Like I- I'm here now. And he was directing the episode And and so the casting director called the actor and was like, hey, uh, Tom just wants to see you one more time. Like, you know, before. And he had already had the script and everything and the contract signed. So they had to go to, you know, the Band of Brothers casting office. He had to do the audition again for Tom Hanks. And he Uh, did it. And he said Tom was like, oh, great. I wish there was more. And then the casting director had to come out and say literally to him, I'm so sorry, Connor. It's not going your way. Tom Hanks thinks you have dead eyes. And he lost the role that he had already like spent the money that he thought he had. And for years, like had to go around. Holy
1: like, shit. Man.
0: And the show comes out. It's the biggest hit in the world. Oh, so, my like, God. Three years ago, he created a podcast called Dead Eyes, which was his investigation as to why Tom Hanks fired him. And he interviews. I have to listen to this podcast. He Holy interviews shit. all these actors that audition for <laughs> Band of Brothers that didn't get it. And they talk about like, you know, what their audition experience was like and all these crazy people. It comes together. And obviously he states from the beginning his goal. Is to like get to Tom Hanks, but it's like, you know, a lofty goal and he gets there. No way. And that episode will change your life.
1: You, you have changed my, I, I, I can't, the hairs on my arms are standing. Yeah. I look like, like, I'm like, as soon as I get off this call, it's
0: a great episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 And for the audience, check it out. Dead eyes. Yeah. Can you, you there? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm uh, oh, oh, you were so good, stand still. So. All right, cool. No, I'm just, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, thinking, I'm just,
1: thinking, I'm just thinking. I'm lost in thought now because I'm like, man, that what that must have been like to have a part and go in. Like, how do you not move home? Like, what that does to like your yeah. self esteem. Like, dude, it, it, people impress me because the, the that tough skin thing that you do here, like that could not be more true and and, and even now like i'm i'm I'm, lo- I'm sorry i got lost in thought i was empathizing with the fact that like trying to think about what i would do and i would be sobbing sobbing
0: yeah yeah for days and it's like 36 episodes long and dude it's it it's riveting it's it's honestly the best you know I I think I have a good one but it's like one of the best podcasts and entertainment I've ever heard ever. That's you
1: know? so awesome. And tell you honestly it reminds me of uh um um I think you should leave.
0: Yes, 100%. Yeah. Because
1: the do you know why the, do you know why that is the title of the show?
0: Yeah, because the guy the sketch is like, "Yeah, you got to go now, right?" No, the, he, he, the, 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 what the, what's his name
1: is escaping Robbins. me. Oh my God. Tim Robbins. Thank yeah. you. Not we'll Tim Ro- Tim
0: Robinson. Sorry. Yeah. Tim, Tim Robbins. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Tim Robinson would go into Lauren Michael's office and pitch these sketches for SNL and Lauren Michael's response to him was, I think you should leave. Oh man. So that is that is why the show is called what it's called. Oh my god, that's so great. Some of those sketches are so funny and so whacked.
0: Oh so god, whacked. the haunted house sketch is my favorite. Oh my god, it's so funny. Because <laughs> so I think funny. that sketch is about him pitching SNL. That's what the, you know god, what I mean. I do that's what I I feel that. And yeah. you can
1: feel the cringe is just off the charts. The cringe so factor. Good.
0: Oh, Which God. kills me, dude. We'll have to hang. This you're you're a total bro, man. This is awesome. I love this. Uh, yeah, any, yeah, Anytime you're in yeah. LA or if I'm yeah. in New York, because I, yeah. I I
1: travel to New York a couple times a year to see family. So when I'm, I'm when I'm there, we have to link up.
0: Yeah, for sure. We will. And and all right. So back to your grind. So a year and a half goes by. Nothing happens. You're auditioning. I imagine in that time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so then. Where are you at in a year and a half mentally, you know, because at this point it's been so long since you last worked. so hard.
1: Yeah. And you're so broken. I was doing restaurant work on the side. You know, you need the survival job. Um because you can't pay for your lifestyle, you know, with just your artistry at that point. And even even now where I'm at now, like I can't I can't pay for my lifestyle with just my artistry. Like I have to do side hustles and it's amazing because you can have these these huge shows come out and and you're like yeah, but I got to go to work, so I can't see this right now. It's yeah. it's like it's such a mind warp for anybody who's you know in the pursuit of it, and anybody who's listening that is still doing the side hustles, like stick with it. You know, more power
0: to you. Many people um, on the I, pod I, have, have have been waiting tables while the, the movie was out. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, 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 that
1: is, that yeah. Is a story. That's a tale as old as time, and it's it is so evident and true. And, and, and like, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it, it keeps you humble though. And, and I think that it was a good thing to have had that stretch of time where nothing happened. Cause you're really kind of questioning, like, do I still want to be doing this? And like, I kind of just put my head down, stayed in acting class, like did what I could. Um, and then, uh, and then I started to book a couple more gigs. I, I, I got myself on the, the deuce and unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt um, and then I did uh, feud Betty and Joan when that came out, which was my first stint with Ryan. And um, did you get and to
0: meet or audition for Ryan?
1: I did. I did get to meet Ryan on on the on the set, um, which was it was great. Like I, I don't know if he remembers this, but I was
2: <laughs>
1: this is like dude. I I feel like half of my career is dumb, lucky my way past like idiocracy. Cause like, yeah. I yeah. didn't know anything. Like I knew, I knew Glee, like I knew Ryan, Ryan's name. Um, but I, I just, you know, sometimes people change their look and I, I, it was, it was, I was on set and I was talking with Susan Sarandon who my scene was with and it's Susan Sarandon and, and, you know, so you're like, I'm going to pay attention. Yeah. I mean, not that you wouldn't pay attention, but you're like triple focus. Yeah. Right. You like, I'm like, I need her to know that I am here for her. Totally so dialed in, you know, and she's talking about wanting to improv a little bit at the end of the scene. Cause she felt like it just ended a little abruptly for her. And she kind of wanted to do some stuff that just kind of takes you out of the scene. And I was like, Oh, I love it. So she was kind of saying where kind of, she wanted the scene to go and the director's right there. And I'm, I'm seeing, and this gentleman steps kind of like over the shoulder of Susan. And I'm, I'm trying to focus on Susan and I see, but I see it in my eyesight and, um, this gentleman kind of like waves over at me. And, and I, I, I was like, Oh, one second. Like I I kind of went like this and the director's like, no, no, no. Like you can go over there. Like Ryan wants to talk to you. And I didn't realize that I had just like said to Ryan, like, hang on a second. I'm in the middle of something. And I was like mortified. I was like, Oh my God, this is the longest walk down this set hallway I will ever have and i landed there and i was like i'm so sorry and he's like no 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 and he literally could not have been the the sweet more sweet like he was so interested in you and what you were doing and 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 he, he looked at you in the eyes when he talked to you and he was very patient um he could just tell he was one of those people who just was not waiting to talk he just like listened and then responded in kind it was just just broke the walls down and i You know, fell in love in that moment in a way with 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 Ryan and his artistry and his creativity and his 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 pushing for ideas and the way he tells stories. And it was just kismet that I got the chance to meet him because after that um, he had mentioned working together again. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, like I'm so young, I cannot like flipping out, you know, like I'm like a dog chasing a bone there and uh, he called in uh, uh, and offered me to, to be in the American horror story cult season. And that the one was he like did the, the first floor time.
0: episode. Yeah. The, that wow. was the first time
1: I ever got an, a, like an offer from working on a previous project. And like Ryan is no audition. Is, no. And he's yeah. just such a, and I felt so empowered by that, you know, and, and his loyalty and my, my, you know, tenacity to, to work in this business. And, and I just want to work hard and work with great people and collaborate and be present and, and, and do the whole gamut. man. and, and I think Ryan saw that. And we kind of maybe saw that in each other. And it's, I think it's one of the reasons why I've been blessed enough to work with him multiple times. which I'm very grateful for
0: And And same thing happened on the other times. Yeah. So I, I, uh, so let's uh, talk, let's talk yeah, Let's talk about the one where you know Dahmer, man. Let's finally get yeah, into it. yeah, yeah. It. So, so
1: I, I, I auditioned for uh, uh, I worked with them uh, uh, on on I'd worked with them a couple times. I had gotten to the final callback for the boys in the band play on Broadway. Like, I, I really felt like I was kind of building up. So, some mine's momentum.
0: really been kind of a, a mentor and a you know, oh, yeah. Are, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, and and when people say like you need. Uh, you need a champion in the race. Like Ryan has been that. And, and, and it's, it's, it's been a blessing to get to showcase my work and, and participate. And also there's so many people that bounce from set to set in Ryan Murphy's world because everyone loves the projects. They're phenomenal. Everybody loves working with each other. So totally. when you jump from thing to thing, you're like, holy shit, I haven't seen you since blah, 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 blah. Or what, you know what I mean? Like you're seeing a lot of the same people everyone's climbing uh, 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 the ladder from project to project because he promotes from within. So you're seeing all these people that you, you know, you're that you love, like grow in their own careers while yeah. you're growing in yours. It's like, it's so cool to be on this, this parallel track with, 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 everyone over there. And, and, uh, I've got a call to audition for Dahmer actually. Um, so I put myself on tape for, for Jeffrey Dahmer when I got the sides, and I I did it. I got with an accent coach, and I'd already been interested in true crime, so I knew the interviews. That we, you know, with, with yeah. his dad in the, in the mid nineties, and and you know, I knew a lot about him. But I did, I did as much research as I could. Um, the scenes were um, the court, like not the courtroom. They were the um, the police interview scenes. Got it. Where he it, kind of yeah. talks like so simply which makes it so creepy um, because it's just so casual. And, and, and I did these scenes on tape. I got the glasses. I went as hard as I possibly could on the prep for the scenes. I took photos of myself. Like I would go, I went on Google and found photos of Jeffrey Dahmer, got the clothes, the glasses and did side by side photos. And I did a couple, like a montage of photos. To prove that I looked like him and I could make myself look like him, Um, did the scenes and then I, (laughs) you know, again this this goes back to the naivete. As you said, I I on my phone you can get like a seventies filter for video recording. You know what I mean? You can make videos and give it all these these filters, and I made a fucking weird weird self tape um home video as Jeff. Like a two-minute, like whacked self-date that, you know, I was like, I feel like maybe this might be too much. Yeah. But I sent it anyway, man. I was like, I was like, screw it. I I I I What do I have to lose? Yeah. I want this bad and I sent it in and uh I didn't I didn't I got a I got a call back and got some notes from casting and then I never heard anything. And then I saw that uh Evan was, was cast in the role. And I was like, Oh, oh it's so crazy. Cause it's so crazy. Cause you want it, but then you're also like, Oh my God. thank God.'" That makes sense. Because the, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's so daunting and Evan is so brilliant. And, and like, they also oh, yeah. have
0: such a history together, you know,
1: as they should, they're, they're, yeah. they're a dynamic duo. And, yeah. and, and, um, but I I put myself on tape for that. And then a couple uh, months later I got a call to play Steven. So I didn't, no audience? audition for Steve. No, ah. like, they, I guess, I guess I had, yeah, I guess they had seen the, the, the work from the actual mainstay, uh, uh, title character. And that led to playing Steven Hicks.
0: That's amazing, man. It, would, it, it, it is a real victim as well.
1: Right. Yeah. He was just, he was just actually he was yeah. crazy. It was quite surreal. I got a I I got to, a weird instagram not weird but in it, it, weird in the sense of it's surreal not weird in that yeah. it's weird what they said but it was very surreal just today i got a message saying hey my dad knew steven um like i appreciate what you did that's wow. crazy to me like that's yeah. crazy to me that, that that the show is that far reaching and and that you know timeless in 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 certain regards that you know it's also kind of heavy that like you realize and, and set was heavy because you realize like every, this is all true. Yeah, so this let's happened.
0: talk about that experience. So getting on there, you know, I mean, I, obviously we hear so many different stories and, and I've met Evan. Mm-hmm. Evan. Evan's a great guy. He's such a nice dude, man. I, I You know, I, I don't know him well, but I, I had a lot of laughs one night with that guy. And, you know, what was it like walking onto that set? Because you, you go to your trailer, you get in your wardrobe and, mm-hmm. you know, you can't imagine that it's like you and I right now because it's hard to switch to that, you know. It so is. Like, uh, yeah.
1: And and it Evan is so kind and so generous, but there's always this – And I feel like I'm kind of similar to when I'm doing a scene that's heavy or a role that's heavy. There's this, like, string that you can feel where, like, 90% of the person is with you right now and 10% is tethered to this darkness. Yeah. That they then will give themselves over to when the time comes, whether it be in the scene, between takes, all day, you know, I think different scenes call for different immersive behavior um and it was because i i was with evan on cult and that role was when he played kai was crazy i feel like i have only worked with evan on the most dark fucked up deranged deep human pieces because it's always something so heavy but evan is still Evan, you know, when we're in the the van. And obviously, you,
0: so then you have that short, you know, turn. I'm oh, sorry. That, yeah, uh, short- nice. yeah. Yeah. It
1: was nice to actually have done um, a piece together prior to this because it really lent to like the freedom and we improv and we were like, Doing the scene before the scene and we were kind of just trying to live as much as we could just in this world that that Ryan had created and the rest of the team had created and just play on this playground and just see what happened.
0: Wow. Yeah. Did you feel that darkness during the takes, you know? Yeah,
1: it was it was hard.
0: It hard. It was hard to watch. It was it was hard to.
1: I consider Evan, you know, a friend, you know, I don't, I, he's so busy. I don't get to see him um, that often outside of working, but you know, you build these kind of summer camp relationships where you're, you know, you don't see each other for a long time, then pick up where you left off a little bit. And it was hard to watch someone you enjoy and care about, like go through that. That's it's, it's just, it's just hard, you know, and you're trying to be there as much as you can, but sometimes the role doesn't always to lend itself to being on the same team like I was a little antagonistic towards Evan's character in certain regards so sometimes you're having to to pull and poke at him and it's, yeah. it's just hard you know you kind of give your you kind of give each other a hug at the end being like you okay so just, in, in, it's, it's in between lot.
0: setups you guys aren't really doing the this you're, you're mm-hmm. staying in it
1: Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It was it was I and I I you've gotta make sure I think depending on the actor, the type of actor or the type of scene, like I gave him a space. Like between yeah. between setups, like we did not we did not chit-chat because we were trying – I think we were just – everyone was just focused on trying to do this right. Like while we're here, we're, we're at work and we're and doing you, this and thing. And the,
0: the production authenticity is insane. It's like – Insane. Know, the, yeah. it it's it, so, – And
1: it's believed – like you're in this house that feels like a different era and like it's – you're just trying to you, – you're, you're so focused and it kind of transports you there. And even the feel of like the, 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 the shag aspects of the carpet, like everything is just so – authentic in, in, in what they did that. And I think it comes through in the show. You feel. Oh yeah. Teleported. Totally.
0: And, yeah. and, and, and like you said, you know, you, you have to dose it because it is so intense. It, it,
1: it, yeah. I, I had, I had to take 20 minute breaks between episodes and yeah. no, I ate before. I ate
0: before. Dude, I last watched. night I was at a restaurant eating <laughs> at a steakhouse, <laughs> watching it at some of the most scenes. And I think people were looking at me no, like, what is <laughs> wrong? Yeah, you're, risk, you're risking it. I'm like, well, all, man. I got an interview with this. <laughs> yeah, you're risking it all, dude. I, more power to you. Yeah, but that's awesome, man. So what's it been yeah. like now seeing it take off? And, you know, I mean, yesterday was nuts
1: because yesterday, you. I, I was talking to my roommate about it. He was like, you know, it's so wild that in two weeks, it's the greatest show number-wise. It was like 196
0: million, right? Or something crazy. I
1: think it's like, I think it's north of, let me look. I think it's north of like four... Hundred let me see what the actual thing says because I was like I was blown away when I saw four hundred and ninety-six million hours viewed in only two weeks, making Dahmer one of Netflix's most successful series of all time. That's like that is in and you know what? So happy for everybody involved and all the the team members that were, you know, because I was there for I think I was there for like five days. Um and there was, a, there was a lot of people that were there a lot longer in, yeah. in the trenches, a lot longer. And to see that kind of response, like you're just very proud of everybody who who, who dialed it to 11. They all showed up and, and were so gracious and so humble and so giving and so present there. And like, it. it I, it's just so great when when the stars line up because everybody does that on every set, right? Like we all come in like, let's do this. Everybody's excited. Everybody wants to do their best work. And sometimes the product doesn't, doesn't always get there. Yeah, and we don't know why totally. it's a miracle yeah. that anything is good, but it's so great to see that, that this got the response it got, especially because Ryan, like who had consulted with uh, Rashad uh, uh, Robinson's Rashad, Rashad Robinson, um, who is the uh, civil rights, civil rights advocate for the organization color of change. And he did, he consulted with them to make sure that, that the, the story being told from the point of view of the victims and the disenfranchised communities um, was told correctly. Like it was, it was, you just felt that on the production yeah. that everybody kind of had this, this role to play. And it's just, I'm so happy to be a part of it and so happy to see that it, it did what it did with yeah. all the work that everyone did.
0: Congratulations, man! I mean, it's 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 so epic. Thank you, I, thank you man. I, I'm proud of you, man. It's been an honor getting to know you, and and this thank you. Oh, you too. We I just told you the beginning for six. Oh, hours. we we will, dude. <laughs> we'll we'll be hanging. We'll do it in person. We'll record yeah, some I of it. Wait. And um, I can't wait. I know you and I were having a homie talk before. Can can you talk about what's next yet or, or no?
1: Uh you know, I never you never know. Like you know, but you, I just don't know if you're
0: allowed to ever say any of these things. Just all because of, of who, stuff, who yeah. of who it is, maybe let's not, you know? Because I yeah, don't want right? I don't want to get an email, but um, <laughs> being like, hey,
1: hey, hey, what the hell? But you no, know, t- but, but but like in the fall of next year, you
0: got something uh, really cool. something cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you'll have to come back for it, and we'll have to do it in person. Oh, yeah, we should. I was just going yeah. to say
1: we should we should crack yeah. a beer and, and watch it in person to chat about it, and 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 I, I hope you find your way uh, onto that project.
0: Me, me, me too, man. I'm putting I, it out in the. Universe, I've been in man. the room once for it, so yeah. I'm, that, dude, I'm putting yeah, it out there. Yeah, I'm putting it out. But but for the audience listening, man, and and for all those you know that did get into acting late like you, and and maybe were pre med or you know pre law or whatever, yeah, or you know figuring out whether to go to you know New York or L A or Atlanta now because that's an option, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like any advice that you might have, you know.
1: Um, I think my crazy mentality would be like, oh, you know, some people, you know, like I, I, I wish they had done something different or started earlier, and it's kind of, it's kind of like, yeah, well, we didn't, but it's never too late to do something. Like if you, if you want to try, uh-huh. just fucking go for it, you know? And, and, and if you do try to go for it, go for it. But you know what I mean? Go down swinging. Brian Cranston in his memoir was like, if you don't quit, you will make it in the sense that the people that don't make it simply quit and the people who make it simply don't quit. And it's such an interesting way to look at it. So if you're geared up and ready to, to, to dive in for the long haul, just, just give it
0: everything you can, especially if you love it, you know? Dude, I, I can't think of a better note to end this on. Cameron Coppola, great, man. Thank you for being here, dude. Thank you, Ryan, dude. You are the man. Yeah, dude. This was so fun, man. We'll, we're going to so be fun. rocking real soon and, and so much yeah. love and stay
1: in touch, bro, all right? Yeah, no, of course. And, 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 you know, my best to you and your family.
0: Thank you, man. Likewise to you. Of course, brother. Of course.